A good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Ottawa outlines its first steps to resolve a canola trade dispute with China. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies. 30% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 30 increasing to 50. Gusting to 70 today. The high just plus 3. The low minus 9. Wind chill minus 7 tonight. Minus 14 overnight. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind southeast 30, the high plus 8, so the snow should not last too long. Chance of evening showers tomorrow and windy, the low plus 3. Thursday, clearing with a high of 11, the low 0. Friday, showers, the high 11, the low plus 3. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 11, the low plus 1. Sunday, sunny skies, the high 14, the low near 0. Monday, sunny, the high near 14. The normal high is 8, the normal low minus 5. The sun rose at 6.33 this morning. It sets at 7.31 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is leader in the western part of the grain belt at plus 7. The cold spot way far north, Uranium City, minus 14. Estevan is plus two, Saskatoon zero, Swift Current plus four, Weyburn zero, Yorkton is minus two, Regina cloudy, minus one, that's 30 Fahrenheit, winds are from the west-northwest at 22, humidity 66%, thermometer falling 101.7, light snow moose jaw plus one, winds are from the northwest at 33, once again Regina cloudy, minus one, that's 30 Fahrenheit, back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal's Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougalauction.com. And Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. The federal government has announced a first step to resolve market access for Canadian canola in China. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau has sent a letter to her Chinese counterpart requesting to send a delegation of plant health specialists to China. She has also announced formation of a working group with the Canola Council of Canada, Canadian canola growers, Viterra and Richardson, as well as the federal and the prairie governments, Saskatchewan, Alberta and Manitoba. The working group will work towards resolving the trade issue and explore alternative markets. Babo says resolving the issue with China is a top priority. There's more problems for the arm of MacKillop, northwest of Regina. New electoral divisions were set up last fall following a taxation dispute between cottage owners and farmers. Now, Reeve Harold Howard Arndt has tendered his resignation. Arndt says newly elected council members are making it impossible for him to serve all ratepayers. He says the new council is moving rapidly in a direction he sees as dangerously pro-development and self-interested. The RM is is a mixed community, and in theory, the two should get, be able to get along. In practice, that doesn't doesn't appear to happen. And there are many other RMs in the province that I've been speaking with. They're having this very similar problems. Arndt has resigned with 20 months left on his four-year term. A report by Environment and Climate Change Canada warns the country is warming up at double the speed of the rest of the world. Climate science advisor Elizabeth Bush says there are two vastly different pictures for Canada, depending on whether the world makes significant progress on cutting greenhouse gas emissions to zero by the year 2050. 
If the world can do that, the average temperature increases in Canada by the end of the century will be less than 3 degrees Celsius. If it can't, parts of Canada will see increases of between 7 and 9 degrees, with greater increases in the far north. The report says the average temperature in Canada is 1.7 degrees higher today than it was 70 years ago, with warming happening even faster in winter, with a 3.3 degree average temperature increase between December and February. The rest of the world has risen 0.8 degrees. It says warmer winters also mean certain species that can't survive our winters now will start to do so, bringing pests and diseases to Canada we aren't used to seeing. Meantime, Environment Canada says March goes into the record books as the driest ever on record in many Saskatchewan communities. March in Regina had only a trace of moisture, setting a new record for the driest in 133 years. Other communities with the driest March on record include Moose Jaw, Estevan and Yorkton. In Regina, the March temperature was 1.5 degrees colder than normal because of bitter weather in the early part of the month. Agriculture Minister David Merritt is reminding farmers the end of April is the deadline to enroll in the farm support program known as AgriStability. He says AgriStability is a low-cost risk management program offering support to farmers who suffer major income loss due to bad markets, rising costs, or poor weather. Just because of what's going on around the world and the uncertainty around this thing, I would encourage farmers, if they aren't in AgriStability, to have a serious look at it. And... Uh, at least cover off uh, another aspect of, of risk that they could there. And uh, the deadline is April 30th. What we have told the ministers is that we would encourage producers, if they aren't in it, to really have a serious look at it and signing up for this year. We just don't know what this impact is going to have, and I think that's, that's probably the reason why. It's an insurance program. Yeah, yeah, there is a cost to it, but we would just hope that the farmers out there that aren't in it would have a but have another second look at it and maybe just decide whether they want to do it or not. And and, I, and some will, and, and some will say, no, you know what, I, I'm prepared to weather this storm, but I would just offer this up that uh, we said there'd be no ad hoc payments and there, there won't be any, and I would hope that people, you know, that farmers would have a second look at this and say I better, I better mitigate my risk if, if just in the event something happens. Once again, the deadline to apply for the AgriStability Support Program is April 30th. In the last three program years, over $200 million has been paid out. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. Relatively strong supplies of grain in the U.S. continues to weigh on the market. Commodities advisor with PI Financial in Regina, Adam Pacallo, says U.S. seeding intentions this spring show wheat prices should be watched closely. One of the biggest things that I've been talking to clients about is how Minneapolis wheat is still at a premium compared to both Chicago and Kansas City. So that is something that I could see the spread narrowing, and I've been looking at strategies to take advantage of that. Now, this is, I would say, a unique year in that maybe some operations have more grain, more old crop in the bin than they would like to have, or possibly more than normal, and that's where this is starting to come up on, on bill season and things like that. So replacement strategies are very useful in this case. And producers maybe should be thinking about how much they want to possibly have Ford contracted for, for their new crop.
And so what's the advice there? How much should they forward contract? And and the canola outlook, too. Well, when it comes to a percentage, it really depends on every operation. So there is no magic number for it. But to have around that 25% mark, at least know what the cash flow is going to be then, that may be a place to want to target. But again, every operation is different. Now, on the canola side of things, we are starting to see the canola market turn up a little bit from uh, some of the lows there after some of the news. But I don't know how much higher canola can really keep going unless we do have some positive tariff news and things like that. Today, for example, the the Canadian dollar is dropping here, so that's supporting canola to go up a couple of dollars, and same with uh, the soybean oil. So there, what I always tell clients for canola in particular, that there are other factors to keep watching on a daily basis, but longer term, to at least have, let's say, old crops sold at that 1050 and even have new crop um, similar to the wheat, have some type of percentage sold, it's, it would be a good idea. And that's when, again, market strategies using futures and options give that flexibility. Adam Picallo is a commodities advisor with PI Financial in Regina. A local auctioneer is offering a new service for selling cattle on the Internet. The Vice President of Marketing at McDougall Auctioneers, Riley McChesney, says the McDougall Virtual Stockyard allows producers to showcase their purebred cattle online for weeks, not minutes. It's an on-site timed auction for livestock, and so we can sell your animals right on your farm, saving you lots of money. At the end of the day, you, you sell a better animal, and the purchasers buy a better animal. What other advantages does it offer? Well, it saves you costly trucking, and then your animals don't go in with somebody else's animals. So you get featured as your own purebred auction right on on your farm site without having to have, you know, a couple hundred head of animals to sell. When does bidding start? Well, it starts as soon as we get the items listed and put online. I was out yesterday lotting a sale for Midnight Oil Cattle Company, and all the bulls will be on by the end of this week. How many bidders do you get? How many people go online to watch this? Well, it's hard to say exactly before the bidding starts, but we have over 50,000 registered bidders, and we have over 3.2 million views a month, so there's lots of exposure. And when is the next sale? Well, the sale for uh, Midnight Oil Cattle Company is April 24th. This is a new idea? Well, you know what? It's new to us. There's a few other people in the marketplace doing it, but we bring a great group of bidders to the table and unique visitors to expand your marketplace on your farm. Riley McChesney is the Vice President of Marketing at McDougall Auctioneers. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola rose 290 at 401.62. Oats went up seven cents at 207.35. Number one red spring wheat dropped two dollars seventy-five cents. At two hundred nine dollars twenty-one cents, the rest were all unchanged. Durham two fifteen eighty-four, feed barley one seventy-two sixty-three, flax five twelve twenty-one, yellow peas two ten fifty-four, feed wheat one ninety-six ninety-eight. 
On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat is down seven cents at 5.46 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 2nd. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Hefferet sold from $1.10 to $1.30. D1 and D2 cows sold from 78 cents to 88 cents. D3 cows sold from 65 cents to 75 cents. Counter cows sold from 40 cents to 50 cents. And good butcher bulls sold from 97 cents to $1.10. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn yesterday, and the market was up 5 to 10 cents. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.03 and sold up to $2.33. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged two dollars and three cents and sold up to two dollars and twenty five cents. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged a dollar ninety and sold up to two dollars and ten cents. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged a dollar seventy four and sold up to a dollar eighty seven. And steers over 900 pounds averaged a dollar sixty three and sold up to a dollar seventy five. Heifers are about fifteen to twenty cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.33 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.25 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.10 a pound, a load of 780-pound exotic steers at $1.87 a pound, a load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.75 a pound. We had reputation limo heifers from the Circle T Ranch. They had a group of 730-pound heifers at $1.75 75 and a half cents a pound, 800 pound heifers at a dollar 65 and a half cents a pound, and 930 pound heifers at a dollar 61 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,400 hogs Monday, selling a range of 176 to 184 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,300 head selling a range of 178 to 184 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 15 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3337. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.07 cents US. US cash markets appear to be maintaining the upward trend for the second day of the week with the national region $1.22 US 100 weight higher on the day. We say appear because the Iowa Southern Minnesota Western Corn Belt cash prices were not reported yesterday due to confidentiality. Slaughter levels are steady considering the new plant capacity and the cutout keeps making modest daily gains. Lean hog futures gapped higher at the open today following last week's pressure that developed from lack of commitment or follow-through buying from Chinese agents, plus profit taken from the managed money accounts. This morning's strength is an example of the volatility the market is likely to see in the absence of clarity regarding the export trade in the short term. And the outlook for today, partly cloudy skies, 30% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 30, increasing to 50, gusting to 70 this afternoon. The high today, plus 3, the low, minus 9. Wind chill, minus 7 tonight, minus 14 overnight. Tomorrow, mainly sunny. Wind southeast 30, the high, plus 8. Chance of evening showers and windy, the low, plus 3. In Regina, cloudy and minus 1, that's 30 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.